For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. I want to buy a couple ducks. I'm bringing two ducks to the office. This is Early Break. Morning, happy Friday to you. Steve Sipple out again today in Minnesota. Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush on early break. You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. We know you have plenty of thoughts after last night's uh, another another loss that was on track to be a victory. Bill, Nebraska led this game late in the fourth quarter, 10-3 with the football. They fumble at midfield. Minnesota scores a touchdown on a fourth and ten. A wonderful catch by Jackson, the wide receiver. Nebraska turns the ball over again with an interception. Gophers get a field goal. 13-10, Minnesota wins in regulation. Yeah, it, it, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah it, that's it, the it, ultimate it, car it, sound. Now. It, it, uh, it does, uh, obviously, for the, for the fans, it sets you back. There were so many moments in this game of different things that happened, and, I'm sure, and, we're, and we'll end up eventually hitting on all of them as, uh-huh. we, as we go through the game in in great detail. First thing, I, I feel I feel for the uh, for the Huskers. I feel for anyone who has a late fumble in a game because there's no chance it was like, well, I didn't really care. No, they cared, and so I feel awful, you know, for the ball being being put on the ground. I was telling Jake Sorensen. That's who, me. That's you. I missed it. So I had an unbelievable experience last night. Please tell us what happened. Bill. Unbelievable experience. So uh, my nephew is flying in town for a funeral, and so uh, all three of my nephews showed up, along with Sydney <clears throat> Bonta, mm-hmm. uh, Bush, 
slash Stearns now. Uh, so, so she showed up with her uh, husband, and we all watched the game in the garage, going back and forth between, between the floor. Great night for it. Beautiful it was, it was a great night. Beautiful night for the garage. Those guys all played college football. Okay. Um, Nick, who flew back, also was a graduate assistant for me in football. So it's a very football-knowledgeable crew. So sure. we were watching a lot of things. When they hit a, the, the spot pass out of the backfield to Ramir Johnson for yes. the first down, with about what three minutes to go, four and a half minutes, four minutes to go in the game, something like that. So they hit that one. I uh, so two things came up. I was like, it was third and four. It was third and four, and they they hit a a, a sit down little spot route versus cover two mm-hmm. into the boundary. It was a great call by the offense. And I was right away. I'm like, I'm like, you can't run that coverage at this time because you have free access throws. It's just not good. And so we flipped over. To watch some of the Utah end of the because Florida had scored made it kind of interesting. Okay, so we were watching the Florida game against uh, against Utah. Then we flip back and I'm like, oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Minnesota has the ball. What happened? And then we had to go back and and then my nephew had to go back and look up online like what happened. Then we saw what the fumble took, yeah. the, the, the the fumble that took place from there. <sighs> and, and so you know with that and then the thing that was so interesting was. That I felt that Minnesota had several times some complete buffoonery. We used I used the word oh, buffoonery. I, I agree with you. I think both play teams calls had it. different times, yeah. but they get down they get down there and it's like first and twelve at the tw- I mean first and ten at like the twelve. Time's not an issue whatsoever. I'm like I'm like well they'll run the football. They're going to try to get it to second because they have four downs. They're going to try to get it manageable. Instead they went and said they threw it incomplete, threw it, bounced off the off the guy's uh uh the tight end's face mask. Yep. I mean, they, they threw it right in his throat and they dropped did. it. Yep. Everything was going for Nebraska. And then it appeared they had a chance for an interception on third down. I thought they had it. I thought Gifford had the, I thought, the pick I in mean, the end zone. I'd like to re see that to 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 replay that and see it. But it looked like he had a, a pretty good opportunity. Is that right? Yeah, it, it, was, it was Isaac Gifford. Yeah. I, I thought he. I mean, when the play happened, I thought he picked it off and it, just, yeah. it hit the ground. Like how how did he miss that one? Yeah. And then the next one was one of the most remarkable plays we'll ever see in college football. Daniel Jackson, who had nine catches for sixty eight yards and that incredible touchdown. We how? talked before the show. That you know gets outside Hartzog, who he goes yeah. to the left the end zone. It, it was not a very good throw. I thought I thought it went a little far in the throw. He, right? he, he did. He, he he was under duress. Yep. And it was it was a double move. Yep. It was you know what it was. It was ha <laughs> It was it was <laughs> that it was you Wesley. It, it was a slanting. It, it it was a double move. Is what it was on the outside, and there was a, an eye violation on the play, and. And it was, but but just to give credit where credit is due, the throw was was not a great throw, and for him to be able to keep his one foot off the ground that was that was like what four yards out of bounds. Yes, it was four yards out of bounds, and to get his toe down, it was incredible. Like I'm trying to do that play myself at the house. I mean, how would you in that moment going that fast? With your right leg being the first, that should have been the first leg down. The fact he kept that thing up in that moment and dragged that left leg is unbelievable. Like yeah. you said, that's one of the best catches we've seen it's in a while. It's one of the best. It's incredible. When I was watching, I'm like, I'm you like, thought out of bounds right I've away. I've got 30 some years of Division One coaching. I go, that was one of the most incredible catches I've ever seen. But your first thought was he was out of bounds. I did. Right? But my first thought, I go, oh my I, go, God. I go, they're going to replay that. I think he's out. And they showed it over, what, eight times? And it's like, nope. Nope, he got his toe down. And that's where the difference is also, which is so crazy, where field turf is an advantage for review. Because you could see the pebbles, the pebbles the come pebbles up from up. his toe and the other one was still above. And I'm saying his other foot was what? 
maybe a half a millimeter off oh, the yeah, ground. Oh, yeah, barely. But, but I mean, it was so close. He couldn't close. have kept it up any longer. No, no, <laughs> it was, it was like, as long as on, it could man. possibly go. Incredible. It was, it was incredible with what happened to it. And, and 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 then with that, and then obviously, then you know, then they, then then it's like okay, overtime's not a bad thing. It's still ten to ten, and then obviously there's a turnover. And then again, I would say this: it was buffoonery again by by Minnesota. They almost took themselves out of field goal range. Got sacked, and then they got, got a false start. False start. Sack and a false start, false back, start to back, back to back to back. And then they hit a run. Which when when I was watching the game, I'm they're like, "What do you think is going to happen?" I go, "I go, they're going to run the football. They have to get six, seven yards to give them a chance." And they did. They, they did. They hit a decent one, but they went they went back to back horrible plays, and so it was just kind of a remarkable. And then like I said, and their kicker is a good kicker. He missed the one from fifty something, fifty four, but he barely, was, it just he had the distance. Had the just distance. missed it left barely. Just, just missed it left. Almost misses an extra point though. Almost yeah. to, when it was tied so up on, on, on the last one. Exactly. He was almost like, misses the uh, extra. Kind of, point. Okay, they have to make the. It was like. Oh my! Yeah, how we didn't almost to, to have that happen. So you have to give Minnesota uh, a lot of credit for hanging in there and making the plays when they had to make the play. See, I thought with that kicker, I mean, he, he misses, he makes his first field goal from like thirty yards, misses the long one, almost misses the extra point. So I thought, okay, is he is he going to be confident or is he going to be rattled for this kick? Yeah. That thing was right down the middle. Right that the kick middle. never had a chance to miss. It was square down the middle. And if you're a Husker fan, you think, okay, we have seen this movie so many times before. We've seen crippling losses that were close. Maybe we came back and lost yeah. close. Maybe we had a lead and blew it. You're thinking, all right, if this is truly a new era, a new something's going to change, maybe they missed the kick, we win in overtime, yeah. and we can say, well, we almost lost. But instead, you just have this crippling pain again of, why? And if you're watching the post game, I felt, I felt sad for Nebraska fans because you see – on Fox, you know, guys like Urban Meyer, all the guys, you know, Matt Leiter, just like, I feel bad for Nebraska. Like, like it's it's the same story every year. They're, they're not a bad team. They just, they struggle to close football games. They find incredible ways to lose. And we're like, yeah, we know. We watch it every day. It sucks. It's painful because you're not getting beat 49-3, to which is, a, a, a guess, yeah. a win, a confident yeah. thing. But now you're heading to Colorado 0-1. And, again, we thought that could be the case. But the way it happened is why it's painful this morning uh, for next week. It'll be interesting to, to – to, I'll, I'll jump ahead just for a second until right. we go backwards. Sure. Is that it'll be interesting to watch because I will be shocked that Colorado's not a better football team than Minnesota. And it might be on – you don't know that for sure, but I'll be shocked because I thought Minnesota was, was very limited – very very limited as a as a complete football team they didn't it was obvious they did not have the the o-lineman up front no they no, did they not have mo no. abraham they <laughs> no. had decent reaver that they were not even remotely close to, so it was a a perfect setup for nebraska to do well but in the end i think was that, that both teams were under 300 yards of offense yeah and, and this the gophers team again like you said they, they with ibrahim the last couple of years they ran the football their total they had 25 carries for 55 yards yes. last night they averaged yes. 2.2 yards a carry a long of 11 that's yeah. it it'd be it, that's it, it that that's 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 a tough 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 game for coach white and the defense when yes they gave up 10 points in the last two minutes but they had three points. They played. With, they played a with, good game with, with whatever it was. Three, four minutes to go in the game. They had three points. That's all that they had, and so they played very good, uh, very good. And in the end, again, I'm a judge as a whole. Under 300 yards, 13 points, should be a slam dunk victory. Right. 
Should be a slam dunk victory. Offense struggled. I mean, you know, they they moved the ball at times, but yeah, under three hundred yards in general. And then and then we all know the the crippling turnovers. You can't we, four. What did we say? Right. We, we, everyone, and this yeah. is not like we were breaking news, but everyone in Nebraska knew. Okay, Nebraska's had problems with turnovers for for years. It's been a decade plus problem. It's not nothing. It's not anything new. It's been a problem for quite some time. We said you got to at least be even. In the turnover battle, Minnesota has one, a pick by Omar Brown. Very nice play by Omar Brown to cut off that route. Nebraska has four, including a pick in the end zone to end the first half, including back-to-back turnovers to end the game in regulation around midfield. Both those, as you're advancing to get a score or put the game away the first time, get in field goal range second time, and Sims just has a terrible throw. The one one before halftime... Ugh. It was it was one of those situations where it was, it was it was very close to being like, I'm not sure you just don't kick it here because you had to throw it. You know you had to throw it. It's like you. I I remember telling my nephews I go if you if 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 we Nebraska go go in three to three, incredible feeling. It's a win. It's a win for Nebraska. Feeling. But so they so they run the play. So I I see him I see with the motion like that. I'm like they're going to run. What I call a drive concept, which is under under concept, and the tight end is going to run a a back of the end zone dig route that's what i thought was coming instead they didn't they ran a snag route concept which is another which is one of the another great red zone comp they got the back in the flat they run a snag a sit down in the seven cut corner route in behind him so i'm like okay so the concept what had to be done was very good the situation was obviously was that the tight end Borkature was one yard deep in the end zone, wide open, wide open, wide open. He, was, he, he sat there, and that's the route. The and that's the route you want to throw. That would be the one you'd want to throw. And, and besides the the, and what was said during the timeout, I don't know. You don't, you don't know any of those things. Well, but, they, they had all day. I mean, to go back to that situation, you had you, they had all day to make that call because there was a timeout because there there was a false start, yeah. and then all of a sudden because there was a false start, they went back and reviewed the previous yeah. play that Gray Bourbon looked like by some reviews was in. I don't think it was clear enough to say he was for sure in the no. end zone. I, I, it, it didn't have a down the line thing, and it, yeah. it, it appeared that his elbow was down. Prior I'm, I'm not to one of the, the guys that says, on. "Oh, what, yeah, that, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with the original call. I'm fine yeah. with him being short. It sucks you yeah. had a false start in the one yard line, you know, because Jeff Sims yeah, probably the, the, the whole problem was the false start. That's yes, the problem. Probably gonna Jeff Sims because was pretty I, be, tough be, to stop on because those because plays. right now you were not going to stop Nebraska from scoring a touchdown. You weren't. The, no, not the one. You Sims is going to get in. They're he gonna was going to push himself. He's in. Gonna, and they're going and, and you can push down. Yes. So they would have been. They would have scored a touchdown. Fall, crippling, tur- crippling penalties at bad times. That, they had two false starts inside the five last night. Yeah. The second one they had to result in getting the field goal because they because they, there was a uh, I forget I think it was, I forget who had the false start but push you back to the nine or ten yard line and then yeah it's tough to get in the end zone from there so don't make the mistake they kick the field goal go up ten to three you still feel okay about it but it's like that's twice this game yeah. where points are at a premium we're not it's not, it's not a twenty eight twenty yeah. you know four game it's a ten to three game yeah. and you you get you have two false starts inside the five that yeah. is crippling for yeah. this team because there was. We, the, several times, my nephews and myself discussed. I said, "I go, you lose more games than you win." So Nebraska, for credit, got a very good kickoff return, and it was off just it was off just really poor play by Minnesota. But they made him. I, I didn't think it, we used the term "break it." It was. It was a great job by Ramirez. Ramirez Jones. He just he, he just like he, he, they just they just messed up on the outside, but they made him they made him pay for that. So that was a great job of it'll make him pay. And then they throw a double pass. And the ball hit the ground twice. It did. It hit the ground twice. So so Nebraska got their share of breaks also uh, with that. It was kind of funny because we were talking about it, and I think they were in a one-high situation, which means one safety instead of two. 
But the rule always was, in, in my mind, was anytime the ball's thrown sideways is the safety immediately goes over the top, deep, for that exact for those exact situations. I've never seen a ball get thrown, bounce on the turf twice, picked up, and then have a receiver open by 30 yards. And so they, they, they caught some breaks. On, you know, so so, so yeah. things did go Nebraska's way. See, again, so I'm saying at that point, okay, we're so upset about how the first half ended with, okay, no points, yeah. a turnover, but okay, same old Nebraska. And then and they, they the kickoff return, the touchdown, maybe not. Maybe there is something different here. Maybe, the, you know, and then they go up 10 to 3. And then the game ends how it ends. You say, nope, it's it's going to be painful here again, possibly. You know, it. But but again, the way they bounced back after that rough end of the first half was, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, Matt Rule said something at halftime. He got him sparked up here. They, yeah. Something something's happening. Here. Yeah, and the score was so easy. I mean, I'm not not easy, but it was like there's no reason to be stressed at halftime when the score is three to nothing. It's like, hey, the score is three to nothing, guys. We have to score to win anyway. So just everyone calm down and build. But I, again. The special teams from uh, Minnesota, it was buffoonery. They roughed the punter. They did. And on it a was fourth and 22. On a fourth right? and 22. They're going to get the ball at the 37 yard line. And also, when he roughed him, he didn't even really wasn't going for the block almost. It was, it was horrendous uh, what they did to rough him at that spot. And so they didn't end up scoring off that, but that was that was a, a very, very poor play. There, there was some thought by fans, maybe broadcast, that, that Hutmacher maybe threw that player into Buscini on his on his wall. Yeah, it, it's that what was shocking was that the, that the guy didn't just come underneath Nash yep. to try to block it. So in in my years of now as a, from being a special teams guy in the past is that I teach nothing but one hand blocks. You know any, any idea why I do that, Jake? Why is that, Bill? Because ninety four percent of the blocks are blocked with one hand, that's why. And so the two handed block that doesn't happen. So if the if the if the player from Minnesota would have came underneath uh, Nash with his left hand extended, mm-hmm. he might block it. Or yep. guess what? He also doesn't. He wouldn't have roughed him. Instead, he didn't do what what should be done technique wise. And Nebraska caught a huge break. So Nebraska caught their share of breaks also. They had, oh, they had. You can't deny that. They Nebraska had. They had. They had, they had a, a, a double pass, hit the ground twice <laughs> yeah. for a touchdown, wide open. Then they had a roughing the punter play, and they, they had. A, and they had a busting coverage on the kickoff, which they made them pay for. So it had, still counts. You had some breaks. So it still counts. But they. So it wasn't like we're not getting a call. We're not getting a break. And also, there was one later in the game when they showed the replay. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's good play. I'm like, nope. That was pass interference. There was a pass interference clearly on Singleton. Singleton. <laughs> it was a clear pass interference. I thought bang bang, good call. Replay yeah, I did it too. Nope. Nope. I said, yeah. That's I said. That's all right. I go. <laughs> I go. Good. I go. That's good call. Yep. I, and I'm like, oh no, it's not. Yeah. You watch the real play. That's just bang bang. Yeah. Replay said nope. No. Nope. Oh, he, he got there way early. early. So Nebraska yeah, also got their did. share of the breaks. That could easily have been a pi. Uh, you know, and the, the targeting on Nebraska was a targeting. I mean, it was a clearly. Oh, yeah, was, it was. A, it was a like, oh, that's crap. It's like. You can hate the rule, but bottom line is it was a targeting when they when they replayed. It's like, oh yeah, that's a targeting. Yeah, uh, that was a, that was a, a poor decision by Ty to, to shove him there. Yeah. And it really wasn't that that wasn't the shove that got him. It was the head. To, it was the helmet to helmet. <laughs> but, then he, but then he and the shove. Then he added on to it though. You know. Yeah, it was is a double edged sword. Double edged sword. But in the yeah. end, they had three points. Yep, they had three that points. Didn't, it didn't kill you if, with it. The fumble happened at about the. 50-yard line? It was about the 50, yep. Right about the 50. Midfield. So the way Brian Buscini can control the ball uh, with the Aussie-style punt, 
meant at that point in time. Like I said, I had moved on from the game. I was going to come back to the game. I wanted to see what was going on in the Florida game. That's what I wanted to see. Both both in Nebraska's last two drives and you know, the fumble at the Gophers 47, the pick at the Gophers yeah. 46. That's yeah. where they ended. And again, if, if they don't throw the pick, they're going to – it's going to go to overtime. Yep. But they got the pick and then gave him a chance. And then and then again, as we discussed, complete buffoonery again by Minnesota. But they, they took a sack and then they had a false, false start. start. And it they was still like found a way they to were win. In, they were in field goal range and then they all oh, they took themselves out of it. They hit a crease for a run for about eight yards and obviously a great kick at the end for the. Well, guess who's with us on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline? Is it Steve Sipple? Four six four five six eight five. Our very own part of the three-legged stool. The three-legged Steve Sipple, this is live incredible. from Minnesota from uh, the Gophers' win over awesome. the Huskers, thirteen ten. Sip, good morning. We were texting in this game. We felt pretty good about it, Sip. And then uh, Nebraska did Nebraska things and found a way to lose. Not just lose, but lose in regulation. Well, walk us through your thoughts on the final five minutes of that football game, Sip. How it just went from 10-3 to to a loss for Nebraska. <laughs> well, first of all, good morning. Good morning, and Steve Sipple. I'd love to hear the word buffoonery used <laughs> several, several times several times buffoonery. and there was before would, would you agree with that there was some buffoonery by by minnesota yeah for sure um <laughs> Dave, thank you for texting me the number i would not have known four six four fox just confirming you knew it you never know sip you know, <laughs> hey, hold it hold it hold it, hold it. time out time out Jake texted you the number. I did. I did. I texted him. I just had to make sure he knew it. Thank Come you. On. He's got a lot of things in his brain, Bill. Bill, zero faith in the old. Zero. I yes, mean, zero faith in the old man. Odd. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, you know, it's just the, it's just the, it's not hard to dissect. I mean, they turned it over twice. Bad for, I, I mean, I'm not excusing Anthony Grant, but sometimes in sports, people make plays against you. And number five came in from the side. And again, I don't want to do, I'm, I, some of the guys in the press box were going, oh, there you go again, defending everybody. I'm not really defending Anthony Graham, but I am saying Minnesota made a play on that. They did. They punched it out. They did. So, so for everyone, yes, for everyone, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. So, so through the study of over the last, we did about a whatever a five year study at LSU about what causes fumbles. And sometimes we used to always talk about, hey, second man in, someone's got him wrapped up or like that. Next man in, claw it out, get it out. That, that, that's, that's what we need to do. The study doesn't say that at all. The study says the initial punch of a ball 
is the number one way the ball comes out, which is, after I saw the replays, exactly what happened. The initial yeah, punch is a haymaker. A yeah, it was a haymaker shot at it. Well, let, let me ask you this, Steve, with, for, I'm thinking for Nebraska fans. Because it was mentioned, so at the, at the time I, I said, Steve, that I'd kind of I'd, I'd flipped over to the Florida game quick to catch, see what's going on there because they got a really nice first down on the, on the, on the check down route into cover two into the boundary with Ramir. And so I'm like, okay, it's almost over. But it wasn't over, but it's almost over because I'm like, if they don't get anything else, they're, they're, Brian's going to pin him inside the 10 and it's going to be very tough. But I'm going to flip yeah. back to it. But so in the end, like that, but we go back to a week ago. And the comments were made uh, through press conferences that the reason that Anthony Grant's not playing is because he fumbles too much. And so, will, will that right. be something so, that, that ever comes? Rules, yeah, no, what rule, yeah, it came up, and when he was at Rule was asked, why is Grant in the game? Well, he said what Rule said, guys, is that Grant runs that particular play well. Smart, so the yeah. Yep. So Barthel put him in the game. Barthel had him in the game. I mean, and, you know, the rule had him in the game. I mean, he's a head coach. I mean, I assume he could veto personnel like that. Um, so they – and he did. He ran the play well. I mean, it's a good play for Grant. Um, and they, he, he had a game. Um, he was, it was going to be a good – there's going to be a good gain on the play. So that was why. It's questionable, though. Irvin was fine. Irvin wasn't banged up. Irvin – Gabe Irvin was – and, and Gabe Irvin ran, ran well late in that game. So I, it's a curious yeah, move, the, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it, um, it was. Have, there's never a time when I was when you're watching the game, like why is he in the game? I didn't think that, but I just I just figured that Nebraska fans would probably be wonder after it oh, was yeah. it was said that hey he fumbles because at that point in time if you don't fumble your odds are probably in the high nineties you're going to win win the game. Yeah, and it, uh, around that point, ESPN had. Nebraska had a 91% chance to win. I saw 94. 94% chance. It's crazy. That's yeah, yeah. so Like you said, the game. But, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, my biggest takeaway on this, and this is what I, the first thing I thought when I woke up, is that Satterfield, Marcus Satterfield, has his hands full here. They don't have, they don't have much offense. And I don't. I don't. I have no idea what you're going to do here. I mean, it looks like Isaiah <laughs> Garcia Cassini is hurt. Yep. Uh, probably out now. Um, not that you know. Not that he was going to solve the world's problems, but they they, they got to find some offense, and because it's you know you know it's yeah. going to get tough. Well, I think also, so we, we talked during the show all week long about how much will you rely on Jeff Sims's legs. We No one thought he'd have 19 carries last night. Yeah. I mean, he had 16 oh. carries going into the fourth quarter. So he had three in the fourth. He had, yeah. I mean, he had 19 yeah. carries. Some yeah. of those were scrambles, obviously, yeah. but some of, a lot of those were designed yeah. runs when all I, was said and done. The, that's not sustainable, right, Sip? No, I, Jake, I don't think it is. I don't. I, it's... I, it's I mean, we're just, it's conjecture that it's not sustainable. Maybe there's a chance, Jake, that maybe in late October they're still running him 10 plus times a game, 15 times a game. But no, I don't. Do I think you can do that in the Big Ten? A, I don't think it's sustainable from a physical standpoint. I don't think his body can withstand it. B, Big Ten teams will adjust now. I mean, they're going to see this tape and they'll adjust to that, that part of it. So, no, I don't. Don't. That's why I go back to what I'm saying. Mm. That you got it. And I'm, ma- and I'm mainly talking about the receiver position again. Uh, uh, they just 
they don't there's not that they don't have much there. Billy Kemp is you know their number one guy. Yeah, I don't, did, did he have a catch last night? Two targets, no, no catches. Zero, zero catches. Yeah, zero yeah. catches. They did a good job on him and, and see what's going to happen now. Teams will see this film and say, okay, they took away Kemp. What else is not? There's not. What else is there? It's Jake. Guys, I was emphasizing that for the last couple of weeks, yeah, yeah. and there it was. Now, now I thought, okay, well, tied in position's pretty good. Um, maybe that can alleviate some of that stress. Maybe it will. I mean, maybe it will. But there's there's serious stress right now on Satterfield and on Sims. Yeah, because because in the end, because they have reliance. Yeah, in the end, it's like like you're like like Steve's talking about is, is dead on. In the end, they had ten points, and one was on a double pass that hit the ground twice. One of the touchdowns, <laughs> and That's so right. and so there there wasn't a you know they had opportunities. I I understand that, and also um, I'll be shocked if Minnesota has a uh, a very successful year. I don't think they're anywhere near the team they were last year. I don't think they're even right. close. I don't. I think this is. I, I'm afraid. My concern is this. I don't think they're going to be like Northwestern, but. But my concern is, yeah, that they're not. They're just not. I'm with you, Bill. But that's not a very. That's not a good. I don't think that's a very good Minnesota. Team. No, I, I, really I think defensively they're limited and offensively extremely limited because they cannot run the football. And, and and the quarterback made a couple plays when he had to. He also made some plays that were horrendous. Yes, he did. I mean, it was like one of those things. Is like wow, there were some bad plays. And obviously, and and for the one time I I, I mentioned how coaching matters. They wouldn't have been in some of those spots if their offensive coordinator wasn't now at Rutgers. I don't feel. I feel. I feel that that Shiraka right. would have done a better job of how to manage his. I, I don't think. I don't think they had themselves in in, in great positions. It's just like it was. Sip, have you have you seen a catch that was more terrific than the one that the the the, the guy made from Minnesota? Jackson. Oh God, yeah. That, I, I I thought it was humanly. Possible to get a foot down in that situation. I did too. I, I, I said he's out. What do you think from the press box? Do you think he was out? I mean, they're going to review this, yeah, right? There's no way that's. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, no way that's a score. Then you see the replay, and you're like, oh, yeah, he got in. Yeah. Um, How about the ref calling yeah, attention, that, though? Yeah. It's good. That's the awareness by him. Yeah, so Daniel Jackson, I think that was Daniel Jackson. He was. Great yes. play, that's play. correct. Um, and then, you know, you still have a shot, though. You know, Nebraska still it's has 10, a 10. good shot. Yeah, it's 10 10. You know? Yeah, you're not behind. Yeah, and, Right, you have it. You have two thirty-two. I think it's two thirty. Yeah, it's two thirty-two left on the clock. Plenty of time. So yeah, I. This is a, let's face it. This is a this is pretty dispiriting. I don't you don't want to go too far down that path because at the end, you know, at the same time, we didn't expect a win, and Nebraska did have a you know PJ Flex in his seventh year. They had a yep. they had a seven year program on the ropes severely. So there's good. And the defense obviously played well. They fly it around. Now you gotta get they gotta find a way to get home with four. Yeah. That, I, if you had I, a cons- I, you don't know yep. I, I don't know if Bill would agree with this or not. I I think in the Big Ten, especially in critical situations, you have to be able to get home with four. If you gotta have seven guys in coverage you get carved up. Um so that that's the one thing that I just, the defense was really I thought they flew around, got a lot of guys to the ball Consistently, but you got to find a pass rush again. Yeah, they they were they were it was a uh, offensive. They were quite a bit different than what they were last year. 
they were Minnesota. There, Minnesota was quite a bit different than what they what they were last year. They just, they don't have the hammer, and and they no. Don Tyler's a little guy. Yeah, they they yeah. don't have that. And so last year on a lot of those plays that went for two, Ibrahim was getting four and a half. That's what it was. It was it was, it was second and five all the time, and so yeah. that was a big difference for him. But up front, they're they're not even close to what they were last year. They're not the same at running back, quarterback. Probably even I I would still say a little bit better. I really would. Even I, I'd say I, I, even though Tanner was around for you know like like ten years of football, and receiver was was solid. But they had some horrific drops. I mean, <laughs> horrific did. drops. I mean, uh, they, they had people getting hit in the face mask with the ball and, and they put it on the ground. I can't imagine that, that, that Minnesota has a, that I think they're going to struggle mightily. And so it was a chance for the a taking for Nebraska to get a big 10 win on the road, obviously uh, to be able to get that done. Yep. Yeah. They got, there's a lot to think about now. And mainly I think Satterfield has a lot to think about. So I'm not now, it's an interesting conversation because it's not it's not all obviously his fault, but you know you, the portal's the portal. You can you can go in and get get receivers, um, and I, and I, and I hopefully these guys and I'm sure the listeners love to hear me get on here and talk about this stuff. But they, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe there's enough potency there, or maybe you can get Jalen Lloyd going a little bit more. You saw him. Maybe Mal, you saw Malachi Coleman a little bit. Um, maybe there's a freshman you can get going, um, and maybe you can find some things. But that's my biggest concern coming out of there. It's just Nebraska's offense doesn't. They got to find something. I mean, yeah, you can't because you can't lean so hard on number seven. Yeah. It, it seems a lot. We've seen the offense over the years. It relies on Adrian Martinez, relies on Tommy Armstrong, relies on Taylor Martinez. It, it's, this has a, been a, a pretty common thing that you rely on your quarterback to be your ultimate playmaker and it ends up poorly usually for Nebraska that way because the when you say from scrimmage the best run that Nebraska had would have been Gabe Irvin for about 25 maybe and they had a yeah, 27 they, 27 and they, and they had a free Gabe, hitter in the a gap that just missed the tackle yeah should have been a loss so of three it, should, it mean he just Gabe just made a play so it wasn't a deal like yeah. well it was just he just made a play that play easily could have been a minus two and give him credit for making a play uh with it but Sipple hit it on the head with – I was a little shocked. I was talking, again, to football guys I was watching the game with that they weren't very well prepared for we, – you, you, sometimes teams call the word skip, midline, whatever it is. That's when it's a midline run by the quarterback with the tight end looping around to the side that he opens up to. And Nebraska hit that several times uh, for good runs. And, and it was like Minnesota was unprepared for it. Now that that, that run was their best run. That's what's getting repped, you know, immediately. That's what's like, hey, this is what has to happen. And a lot of it is by the footwork of the quarterback, you can identify that running play extremely fast when it's on film. And so like, like what, what Sip said, now it's on film. Now everything's different. Yeah, things can really run, but it won't be as easy going forward now, against, especially against the Big Ten teams. So, yeah, I, um, it's interesting. Sims is... I mean, Sims can really run it. I mean, he's a good. He's good, and but I, I don't know. The decision making carried over from Georgia Tech. I mean, he threw twenty three picks at Georgia yeah. Tech, twenty three, and you thought, okay, well, they have that solved. Well, right now, you would have to say he doesn't. I mean, well, until further notice. So, 
he's got to clean it up. Yeah, uh, all three picks were. We're pretty bad. I mean, the first one overthrew Billy Kemp, uh, yeah. interception. Obviously, the second one, terrible end of the first half of the red in the end zone. And then third one, just <laughs> you can't throw a pick mm. at that moment. You're you're mm. trying to drive either to overtime or get in field goal range. You cannot have that type of throw mm. right there. And it was just not even close. And that's just horrific. That's, but so but wait. the throw to Kemp wasn't was you're right, Jake. Two, I'd say two of the three were bad. The throw to Kemp, if I, if Kemp's six two, he catches it. Um, yeah. That one wasn't near as bad as obviously the one right. before the, half the last time, two and, and the last terrible. the last two were the last two were right. terrible. Yeah. Well, I'll ask you this before we get out of here, Sip. Uh, in terms of the mental, you know, for the guy for the players in the team who have been here for a couple of years who have seen this type of loss before. Matt Rule seemed confident in post game that this would not affect them. They would be able to, you know, they move on fine. But he has not been here for the past couple of years where these players have. Do you think they can move on from another a tough, close loss like this and be able to bounce back right away? I always believe that young guys do. Um, I mean, it's a shot. Nash, I mean, for instance, Nash was, Nash Hutbacher was just pissed, angry. That's, angry's probably okay. I mean, um, I, kids are resilient, Jake. It's still early in the season. I think there's a lot. I think what you'll see, or what you'll, I, I, we won't see it, but I think if you're this coaching staff, you emphasize the positive to the nth degree now. I mean, you go in the, the you, you you say this is look at look at this guys. If we do this and this, we win this game. I think I would. That's how I would approach it. I'd be incredibly positive. Um, you got to point out the the mistakes, and a lot of them are obvious. But I think you, you really emphasize. Look, I mean, we should have won this game. Um, point out the good things that you did because there's a lot, especially on defense and special teams. They flew around. They flew around. I mean, they really did. So, I, I, Jake, my answer is yes. I think it's early enough in the season that it's, yeah. you can overcome. They'll, they'll they'll be fine. They'll overcome it. They do have a, It's a tough scenario. Uh, you wish they were coming home to play yeah. Northern Illinois this week. Not or going to Colorado. Colorado or, yeah. sorry, not going to Colorado because Colorado would be a tough place to play. And I think I I told uh, Jake Sorensen, who's part of the three legged stool. I told Jake. I said I'll be shocked. Shocked. That Colorado's not significantly better than than uh, Minnesota, especially on I mean on on offense. Colorado will be better. Well, well, on, Colorado, well, yeah, will be, good at receiver, and that I don't know. I, I got to look at I got to look at this game again. The corners, Nebraska asks its corners to do a lot in this defense. There's a lot of open field, and Colorado is really they are good at receivers. So that's something you got to watch. Yeah, they, they, got, they, they got good receiver. They just. They, they're just better. They're just they're a better team because because uh, Minnesota offensively was was uh, was was very very poor. They were they were and, then, and give Nebraska credit for making them look poor. Yeah. They were, but they weren't the same guys. They're going to see a lot throughout the year. They're going to see way better skill set than, than than what they saw on 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 last night. Yep. There'll be some fan buffoonery in Colorado. I, yeah, you guys better get going. Yeah. Hey, yep. thanks for including me in the conversation. God, no, this thanks is for awesome. calling in. Hey, safe travels back to Nebraska, Sip. What time will you depart, and what will be your snack of choice for the drive home? Pork rinds. Pork, pork rinds. rinds of all How the about things? Funyuns? Is Funyun a pork rind? No. Pork rinds are pork rinds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to don't, make don't, don't screw it up. There's no cousins uh, pork here. Pork rinds are pork rinds. Is, rinds. Is, I don't know what we're trying to do to pork rinds. Here. <laughs> no, funny. <laughs> All right, Sip. All right, Safe thanks, travel. Sip. See you on Tuesday. 
Thanks, buddy. Right, God bless. Right. Yeah, Steve we'll Sipple, our, our third leg, got a third member of the three legged stool. Cool. That was guy. very nice. He's our guy. Like, it was wide nice. awake. When we come back, uh, let's do a quick preview of the games ahead this weekend. And just you know, look, look at, uh, I haven't heard about, about Utah, Florida yet. You can give us an yes. update on that, Bill. It's next, an early break on the ticket. You're listening to Early Break with Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, and Bill Bush on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.